everybody. Welcome to Dad to the Bone podcast, powered by Dads of Wayne, where three dads sit around, talk about dad stuff, and normally we insert something funny here, but I really, I'm looking at, at Q and I, I cannot think of anything funny to say right now. What? Um, well, look at Rich and maybe... Where dads sit around talking about dad stuff and why Rich is wearing a long sleeve camouflage shirt today. I didn't even. I didn't even try it's to real tree that camo. Out. I was. I was waiting for somebody to to say. I thought Quinn was gonna look at me and be like, "Bro, what are you doing?" But uh, listen, I'm here with my co-host Q. Say what up. What up, though? Yeah, and I'm here with uh, Slick Ricky Vic. Hattie. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Howdy in his real tree camo. Maybe he's wearing real tree camo because it literally feels like we're in a tree stand everywhere we go. Here in Detroit, because this polar vortex thing has been nuts. It's At least last week. Last week it was bananas. I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to like make us seem like super hardcore because I know like our our neighbors and other directions are like negative fifties right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, up to the north, like up in Minnesota, Wisconsin, yeah. they're they're getting Minnesota, hard. Yeah. Chicago, <laughs> Chi Town, man, dude. I was on uh, Twitter last night and they um they nicknamed Chicago Siberia. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because, I like that uh, because uh, they had like a picture of some dude's like apartment. Yeah, and inside the apartment, the whole door frame had icicles hanging off of it. Yeah, it's brutal. Like it's it's it cold was up it here. was brutal last week, man. We had I, at least here in Metro Detroit, we had uh, three. We had three snow days, but they weren't really snow days. There was no the, snow. No, the like first, no the first one. Well, the first one was like ice because yeah. it had rained the day before and then froze because it got so cold. And that was scary, by the way. Yeah, I it almost was, did the, a the roads were, TV were crazy. style like fall on my back and yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. roads were crazy. And then and then Wednesday and Thursday of last week, they just called school because it was so cold. Yeah. yeah, I mean they were they were saying wind chills of like negative thirty and everything, which is nuts. Yeah, um, yeah, on. Um, Thursday, I was driving to uh, driving to work, and I had uh, on my my little dashboard thing, or whatever. It said negative thirteen degrees, and that you know the car doesn't calculate like the wind chill. So yeah. we were yeah. probably negative thirties that yeah. morning. Oh so yeah, it's, it's brutal. It's, it's brutal. brutal. So so if you're new to uh, Dad to the Bone, make sure you step back. Go back to uh, our archives and check out our previous uh, seven shows of this season, and we got first season as well. You can kind of catch up on all the the fun, the laughs, the jokes. The info, the good stuff. It's a good, good time. Yeah, yeah so, it's a good show. It's well put together. You I know, think, uh, I, and I the hosts give it a are like really good looking. Which I think so. It's I a think. shame that you don't see their faces yeah. more. But I think your yeah. ears can tell how good looking they are. Yeah. And they all have great beards. Yeah, except yeah. for mine's not that great right now. But <laughs> they all have great beards. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good. We thing. We weren't gonna say that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have a story. We'll save it for another day. But I have a. You have a beard story. I have a, a barber story, but we'll save it for oh, another day. Okay, all right. Nasty. So it's been it's been ice cold. Um, it's been crazy. It's the winter time, yep. you know. So uh, today, I figured we could. I don't know where I'm going with this. How do we How do we transition into you? I was just gonna pick it up and talk. So with all the cold weather and everything, we've obviously been uh, talking about different ways that you can stay busy, get the kids active, and not just sitting in front of the TV. And uh, if you follow us on social media, then you would have saw. Last week, I posted uh, that I finally got out. I know, I know, Sam, you did too. And yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm assuming here. I don't I don't know. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but we, um, me and my daughter, made it out to the Henry Ford Museum. If you're in the Wayne County area, if you're a Michigander, yeah, uh, man, if All you haven't been to Detroit, yeah, yeah, if you haven't been to the Henry Ford Museum, yo. Like, yeah, it's awesome. It's so cool, man. I, I like, feel like it needs its own theme song. It, it really should. I was racking my brain thinking of what's the Ford right theme song, and there's just 
There's not one. What, think Ford first? All I can think of is Mike Rowe. Alan Jackson had a Ford one a long time, a while ago, didn't he? Guys, The Rock is an official sponsor. He uh, is, like the F-150, right? Yeah, what? he's a spo- yeah. spokesman for the F-150. Really? For the truck, yeah. And there, yeah. Goes, there goes Dwayne Johnson just edging his way into our conversation yep. again. Rock, just come on the show, man. <laughs> Osmosis. DJ, that's right word. He's just Dwayne, buddy, pal, just come on the show. Hey, wasn't know? it like if I had money, i tell you what i do. i go downtown, buy a Ford truck or two, crazy about my Ford truck. Something that, that sounds. That was it, yeah. good. I believe it. I don't. That was it. It was like Al, the, the dude with the cowboy hat and the yeah, blonde yeah. hair and yeah, the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had money, I tell you what to do: go downtown, buy a Ford truck or two. Yeah. See, I should have known that. Crazy just by about my Ford this, truck. By wearing this shirt, but I, I didn't. Crazy <laughs> about my Ford truck. But uh, I, I do remember, remember that now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not um, vaguely remember. I, I, t- I, so I got to go to a uh, like an event at the Henry Ford Museum. Yeah, oh awesome. yeah. And it was like I was acting like you know the the guy who was like brand new because like you're supposed to pretend like you didn't notice all the cool stuff around you. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, look at that car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking like straight face. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at our venue. Yeah, yeah. They were like bartenders there and everything, and yeah. they were certain like, "Oh yes, yes, I'll have." Whoa, look at yeah. that! Play. <laughs> the wiener mobile. Uh, I've been a couple of those where where pe- the the nonprofit or whatever will rent out the whole museum for their event, and <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dope. It's cost a pretty penny. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's not cheap. I'm sure. it sometimes, yeah, yeah probably. probably so. Is it like a write off? But it's it's cool because you get the whole museum to yourself and the other guests, and so there's no crowds, no lines, no nothing. You're just like yeah. you get to take it all in. It's really yeah. cool. So if you haven't been, they have. I mean. It's huge. It's it's located in like it's in conjunction usually with a, another part of the museum called Greenfield Village, which yeah. is like um, they have kind of like a real life recreation of what it was like to live like back in the day. Yeah. So if that's your thing, it's kind of cool. Like they back have, in the day, like eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Like they have like 1960s. Model T cars yeah. that you can drive around and yeah. uh, like you know the old schoolhouses which have like two desks in them. And, yeah, but all the know. people there are dressed. Yeah, in that and, time period, and they're talking that like era. that. Yeah. They're churning butter. They're doing stuff you can yeah. eat there. There's they restaurants. Have like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's really cool, but. Uh, it's been so cold that, that that part was I'm pretty sure it was closed and so we just went into the, the inside, like the actual Henry Ford like museum segment and it is huge. They have yeah. everything from airplanes to presidential cars. Like they have the yeah. actual cars. Yeah, that was, like I think the one was I was like in and yeah. like um and they got Abraham the chair. Lincoln's chair. Yeah. Chair that Lincoln was popped in. Yeah. They have dude, they have a ton of stuff. It sounds like, like a house of death currently yeah. like the way we're just describing it. So happier happier <laughs> things they have like they have like a happier things. <laughs> They have like an old school like diner inside that, that you can actually go into and get like, you know, like the old like this is uh, a house of horror. food and uh, uh, what else? They, they have like the, yeah, the, the Wienermobile. Did you say the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Yeah, Wienermobile. There's a theme song for that too, right? Um, I wish my, I were an Oscar Mayer Wiener. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I just think of the movie Demolition. That's the only part I, I know. I don't know if I wish I was an Oscar Mayer Wiener. That's, that's what it is, right? I want to think of Demolition Man, the movie. With like uh, no. Sylvester Stallone, oh, John wait. Spartan. Nope, no, I don't wait, know over. that. Wait, hold on, wait. That was, that was the, the sound, sound <laughs> going over my head. That was... Demolition Man. I think I saw Demolition Man. You did. I did. It I was did with too, Sylvester but... Stallone. Why is the Wintermobile in there? Uh, the song because oh. it's like San Fran Angeles and um, oh like, yeah and Wesley Snipes is the bad guy and oh, like Wesley Snipes yeah. I was confusing it with Judge Dredd oh yeah 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 okay yes yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wesley yeah. Snipes and then he like yeah he's he's yeah. pretty crazy in that what yeah. happened to Wesley Snipes that's pre tax evasion tax so, evasion uh, oh okay <laughs> anyway so there's that's a why it's good on. to have a good financial advisor by the way yeah. and a good fu- accountant. Yeah. And um, knowing is caring. 
<laughs> so there's a ton of stuff to do there. If you haven't been there or heard about it uh, or anything like that, you can go on our social media page, our Instagram. Uh, actually, we do, uh, we've do. we done a walkthrough of the DNR, um, which is the outdoor experience in Detroit. And then uh, we've done a walkthrough now of the Henry Ford where you can kind of get a little glimpse of what yeah. goes on inside there, all the cool stuff that your kids would probably like. And not going to lie, you would like to because yeah. I was mind-blown yeah. the whole time. There's like a huge race car section, a huge Dude, train section, yeah, huge plane section. It's sweet. Yeah, so, so, um, <coughs> all the innovation. thing from like around the country, wherever, I would yeah. re- highly recommend you come to Detroit and come see some of our attractions, including the Henry Ford. Yeah. Because yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot, lot of cool history. stuff. Yeah. A lot really of history. Cool. A lot of um, innovation that took place. But you can check out the walkthrough on there. It's up in our in our stories area on the Instagram page. Just click the Henry Ford walkthrough. You can see that. Also, we posted a video that gives you a little glimpse of it. We wanted to spotlight it, especially in the colder months. It's something fun to do inside. They have yeah. food, uh, all that kind of stuff there. So really, you can make a day out of it. You really couldn't make a day out of it. I took a five-year-old, and we were there for four and a half hours. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you have older kids, a lot of conversation, a lot of learning that could happen. Yep. Uh, their next free day, uh, they do have cost of admission and parking on yeah, now, if, if we were doing Yelp, how many dollar signs would this get? Uh, it would probably get three. It'd be <laughs> like, like close to three dollar signs. Yeah. So be prepared for that. Don't be yeah. like, hey, kids, we're going. And they get to the door and be like, uh, uh, hey, kids, the car. hey kids, they're closed. As I've learned lately, everything amusement that has to do with children costs like three or four dollars. <laughs> yeah, so this yeah. this is three dollar signs, but it's big. But we have drop free, the free days. days on them. We have free days. If you go to greatstart.org slash find fun, we have free days for a lot of the stuff that's uh, in the Wayne County area. Yeah. Uh, but this one, their next free day for anybody under the age of 18 will be February 10th. So if you're listening to this, pull out your agenda, pull out your phone, whatever, mark it down February 10th. Get over to the Henry Ford Museum. Take advantage of that free day because it's a lot of fun for you and the whole family. Yeah, it's a good time. It really is. Um, so we want to give you a heads up on that. Also, um, Sticking with the cold months, stay inside, stay warm theme. Wanted to spotlight two family-friendly movies that were coming out for you this month. Uh, The Lego Movie Part 2. This is the actual title. Lego Movie 2, the second part. Which is a play on words. I love which it. Is, which is great. It's, Legos yeah. are parts. They come together to make the whole, and it's just... Yeah, it's... If you haven't seen the first Lego movie, it's, <laughs> it's dope. hilarious. Yeah, it's Again, the, it's I love Sam's love for play on words, by the way. I love it. I love... See what they did there? See that? You see, <laughs> see that? You, you see what they did? They're so clever. <laughs> see what they, did. they have professional writers that write this. <laughs> that make it so good. So, yes. Lego Movie 2, uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, I forgot the name of... of the other chick that's in that, but she was in Hunger Games, all that stuff. She's great, too. They no, have Katniss like, Everdeen? No. Um, Katniss what? That's Everdeen. her name, right? Hunger Games. Oh, boy, Hunger okay. Games. All right. What's her real name? She know. was the goalie on, on Mighty Ducks 2. Was she really? Bro. No. Was she really? Yeah, dude. I'm, like, mind blown right now. What do you mean? Remember the chick goalie? That was her. No, it wasn't. Yeah, dude. I'm looking this up. I'm looking this up. I'm, I'm looking up right up. now. No, right. I'm looking up right now. I'm out of this conversation. Um, also, <laughs> for you and your kids, uh, if you haven't seen the first two How to Train Your Dragon movies, the last installment of the franchise is coming out February 22nd. Uh, if I didn't mention before, Lego Movie 2 is February 8th. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World drops February 22nd. Both of these uh, have good family-friendly ratings, and they're both already getting good looks from the critics. So uh, if you're looking for stuff to do inside, February February 8th, you got Lego 2. February 10th, you got free Henry Ford Museum admission. And February 22nd, How to Train Your Dragon comes out. So be sure to check for those things and stay warm out there. Sam, what did you find? I'm trying to look it up. I don't even know how to search that. Okay. What, would her, <clears throat> what was her name in that? Was it D2 or D3? 
I have no idea. Remember the USA goalie? There was like the chick goalie and then like the chick goalie. The right? chick goalie. You guys don't know what I'm talking about. Is I it don't. super offensive that I'm calling her a chick goalie? No. No. Okay. I've literally I don't think not so. seen the Mighty Ducks. What's that, what's that girl's name? And what's the, what's the actress's name anyway? I don't know. Katniss Everdeen. I'm literally. Uh, I'm not in on this <laughs> one. I'm literally. Her name is. I found you her. You could probably stop it on this part. <laughs> just like. Oh. No, let it go. I found her. <laughs> I don't know. We're doing it live. We're letting it go. All right. What was her name? I don't know, man. This is so. Jennifer Lawrence. That's it. So, oh. what do we go? Jennifer Lawrence. Mighty Duck. Lawrence. IMDb. Or you yeah, can just I'm go right Jennifer right. Lawrence, Mighty Ducks. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I would bet she's not in it. How much? How much do we? What do we want to wager? Somebody, All one right. of you guys is going to end up in the snow. Uh, Live like, on the air. What do we want to nope. wager? Nope, 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 nope. Oh, I'm not seeing it. Nope. Dang. No. Nope. Okay. All right, Her well, earliest film credit goes back to 2006 when she made a guest appearance on the TV show Monk. And it was Dang, not. Dang, man. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. That's brutal. I guess that was in 1994. She did play Mystique in X-Men, though, so we'll, we'll, we'll act like you said that one instead. <laughs> so, she did? Yeah. Rich. That was her? Yes, it was. I was about you're having the same reaction I had. Wait, what? <laughs> it was her, but it was also played by John Stamos' first now, wife. I see, I thought it was Uncle Jesse's wife that played yeah, that. His, Uncle Jesse's his, wife. Uh, yep, his, uh, not his actual, not, what was his wife on the show? Not her. Not his real wife, his wife on the show. But no, Rebecca Romaine Stamos. I know. Yeah. I was thinking Rebecca Romaine, but I was thinking, am I thinking of lettuce and putting her together with the Romaine lettuce? <laughs> Rich, can you end the second? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Come yeah, on. So in case you want to cut this whole part out, uh, those are your fun things to do for the month of February. You guys, be, be sure to stay warm out there, but still have some fun. Did you know that the size of your child's vocabulary once they hit kindergarten helps dictate their ability to learn how to read? The good news is that there's some simple things that we can do to help improve our children's odds of being able to read and write really well by the time they enter into elementary school. Turning everyday things like a trip to the grocery store, a car ride to ballet or sports practice, or even just cooking dinner into talkable, teachable moments can really give our children the upper hand once they enter the classroom. Remember these three things, talk, read, and sing, because babies need more words. Visit TalkingIsTeaching.org now for more information and resources to help improve your children's vocabulary and reading. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you end this, hold on. If you get a chance, Google Mighty Ducks goalie and look at, remember the little pudgy kid that played the goalie? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at his current, like, mugshot, oh, man. Yeah. It's scary. It's sad that you said current mugshot. Well, yeah, like his most recent picture. It's like, oh, my gosh, poor dude. Oh. You know, I guess Uncle Emilio didn't take care of him. Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, Goldberg. Man, what a bummer. And now, Rich, can you take us? <laughs> it's cold out there. Stay warm. Especially for, for that kid. For Goldberg. Goldberg. So a while back, we posted a commercial from Gillette. It shows stereotypical clips of boys being boys and men being men standing behind grills. And uh, if you follow our social media, you can check it out there. And uh, um, the clip then cuts to 
men stepping in and men like you know like there's a picture of this cute girl walking by with a tight dress on and one guy's about to go get at her and then his boy kind of stops him and says hey you know like yeah not Not cool cool. and then like in the other clip like when the boys are wrestling that one of the dads steps in and says no this is not how we treat each other and it really uh it got me to thinking um a lot about how we interact with people and as men and it made me think in 2019 as men as husband as fathers how do we hold each other accountable and do we really challenge each other on our thoughts and actions or do we just play it cool often and not judge but secretly judge and just abstain from engaging Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. Yeah. So for for everybody else who, who doesn't know this, uh, we go over all of our topics before the show. And this week, QJ came up in here and was like, "I ain't gonna tell you. I'm just gonna drop it on you." I thought it was gonna be something light. You just yeah. dropped, you just dropped the the layers on. He's us. like, "It ain't bad, guys. It's not controversial. It's yeah. easy." We're like, oh, okay. He's like, "Here, here's a multi layered essay question. Are you a good human being?" Boom. Yeah. Um, do guys keep, so the main gist of the question is do guys keep other guys accountable like, or do like, we let it slide and just kind of yeah, bite our like, tongue and be like, ah, man, come I mean, on. yeah, you know, the commercial made me think, like, do we really, like, you know, like, not in, like, a aggressive or, like, overstated way, like, kind of check each other and hold each other accountable or do we just kind of, like, go, oh, I wouldn't do that, you know what I mean? Um, so you know, I think it's twofold. I think yeah. it depends on who you're around that needs to be checked. Um because there's definitely people that I'm like I'm cool with, I'm friends with, whatever, that I have no problem checking and being like, yo, you sound like a jerk right now. Um, but then, you know, if if you see something going on and it's somebody that you aren't cool with or you don't know like that, I think the temptation may be to just kind of, like you said, like you kind of judge silently but abstain from it. Um, I think that's just the general answer of it. But, like, me personally... I mean, you guys know me. I'm I'm very like outspoken, and I can uh, I can get agitated pretty quickly in the right situation. And so, um, which is not that that also might be toxic masculinity. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I, ha- I I have a track record of calling people out pretty pretty vocally, even if I don't know uh, many situations. Well, I think there's like an in between phase. I think obviously, I think <clears throat> our aptitude to call people to the carpet has to do with, um, I guess the depth of the foundation of our relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. If, if we are, if we are super close, it's easier to call someone out. Or if you don't know the person at all, it's easier to call someone out. It's that in between phase, that in between ground where it's like, we're kind of homies, but we're kind of not yeah. Yeah. hung out a few times. I kind of know you, you kind of know me, whatever. You don't have like, a like, really good read on I feel that. like that's the most awkward sort of situation because I've been in those situations and you know I'm sitting there and I, I kind of know this person uh, we're at like a sporting event and then they say something cross about a female and I'm like have to sit there and just process like did they really just say that mm-hmm. did they what were what was their intentions behind saying that why in the world would they say that you know right. what I mean and it's, yeah. I, I have to like yeah. my eyes kind of go cross for a minute trying to process it and then by that by that time the, the moment's gone and I'm not like Yo, bro, like, that's not cool. Don't talk like that. But if I'm sitting with, like, you know, you were rich, and I know you guys, I know your wives, I know your situation, and if you said something like that, I'd be like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa." (laughs) But let's make it clear. We we don't. We don't. No, we don't. (laughs) We don't. But it would be a lot easier for me to say, hey. let's make that clear. We don't. Like, hey, I know where that's coming from. (laughs) Right, right. Right. That's a thing, too. But if it was someone that I knew closely and that happened, I'd be like, whoa, what's up with that? Or if it's someone I didn't know, it would be much easier to be like, hey, 
Yeah. Show a little respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel yeah. like it's that in between where guys have a, I guess, at least in my, from my perspective, I have a little bit of a harder well, time. Yeah, I think, and I, and I don't think it's the, the fear of like maybe holding them accountable. I think it's like more, more so like, trying to gauge how they're going to take it. Yeah. Like, how hard do you, like, in what way do you approach them? Because, you know, you may not know what they respond well to or not. And so if you come at them too, like, heavy-handed, like, yo, come on. You know, they, whoa, bro. You know, like, and start a whole other chain of events. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, I think think probably most guys would would fall into that category as well. If they want to hold somebody accountable, I think it's more of like a, where do I draw the line before I feel like I should say something? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because I feel, you know, that commercial kind of speaks to, as a society, exactly, I think, what you're talking about, Sam. I think we, in general, um, until, like, it directly impacts us, we'll, we'll let it slide. Yeah. And from the my takeaway from the whole commercial is, like, because it says in the line, like, is this the best that men can get? Yeah. Like, is it the best we can get to just say boys will be boys, to, like, you know, let people say rude things? Things that we know are inappropriate and to me the the point i really enjoyed about the commercial was what it was saying was like you know you don't have to make it a big gesture you don't have to be like hey man you shouldn't talk about women like that not at all. you can just be like hey man that's not cool no and, and it's not even it's not even women like women is part of that's part of the equation that's not right. the whole equation exactly because yeah i was in a situation i don't think i've shared this with anybody but i was in a situation um in the south i was hanging out and and somebody said something that was just it was just the two of us, and it was just blatantly inappropriate. You know, it was mm-hmm. a racist comment, mm-hmm. and they said it, and like they said it with my, their expectation for me to laugh along and be like, "Oh yeah," right? Because yeah. that's my kind of personality, and I and and they said it, and I go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 no, 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 no," like, <laughs> and I said it just like that, and like yeah. caught me so off guard. I was like, "Whoa, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, that's that's not." No, wow, that's that's yeah. not the way it is. And they were like so taken aback by that. They were like, uh, uh, "Oh, well, okay." Uh, 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 and I was like, "Yeah, good. You should feel like an idiot." Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like that is yeah. a stupid thing to say. You should. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say these things, but I'm thinking these things. Yeah. Right. And then later they sent a text, and they're like, "Oh, hey, sorry. I, you know, I yeah. guess I can't joke about that kind of stuff with you." And I was like, "Shouldn't yeah, joke about that stuff." At and all. I just was like, "It's not funny." Yeah. You yeah. know, like I don't think that's funny. Yeah. And it was super awkward. But I feel like it made a huge impact on them. And I didn't have to come at them and be like, yo, you did this wrong, that wrong, and that wrong, whatever. No, it's yeah. just like, they knew. nah, man, that's not yeah. okay. Yeah. You know? And I feel like those are the golden moments that like our society and us as men are missing now. Is like taking advantage of those opportunities to just be like, hey, man, like, you just yeah. make a few less comments. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. where it comes from a place of like respect and like you can, because we all need a sanity check and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And these, I think, are the, the cracks our society has fallen into where we are being bipolar because we're not in those little places saying, like, mm-hmm. You're a little racist, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not even talking about who you were talking about, yeah. or like saying like that's that's a little sexist. Like yeah, yeah, you're just being, calling a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah. being yeah. able to have like people just deal with it. You well, know even I mean? a second like, ago when I'm like calling this girl a chick goalie, it's like, well, she has a name. Yeah, right. <laughs> just like all the other actors and actresses, and yes. I'm like, you know, the chick goalie, the chick. Goalie. It's yeah, like, like we we know you, so we're like, yeah, we we know. It's not yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I'm but, just trying to describe it. Yeah. from 1994. I, but I, even still, it's like. Checking yourself in those situations and realizing, whoa, 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 maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should use some different language here. Yeah, can I do better with that? Yeah, right, like, right. I, I think, honestly, that's how a lot of times it is. I think a lot of times when something, at least publicly, something like that happens, most times, I think 
anybody involved or everybody involved is like silently hoping the person next to them will stand up to them. Yeah, and say so, something. So yeah. they don't have to. One, one time I was in a uh, I was in a subway in Florida with uh, with my wife and my daughter. We're eating and you know minding our business, whatever. And a guy came through the the line, and you know how subways you got to go step by step and. Uh, uh, a female like uh, subway worker is like helping him build a sandwich or whatever, and um, the whole time he's just being so condescending to her. He's like, she's like, "What kind of bread do you want?" He was like, "Oh," and he's calling the bread like the wrong name the whole time. He's like, "I want the Italian or I want the I want the wheat urban cheese or whatever." And it's like, bro, <laughs> first of all, if you ever eat at Subway, you know you're mixing two breads there, my man. Like, you don't get the... You gotta get the... I the want the 20 oat bread. The, or the 9 grand wheat, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, just, he's already out of pocket. You can't get your bread wrong first step. And so... He says the bread you can't wrong. can't get your bread wrong. That, yeah, you already started off wrong. That's your fault, you know? And so <clears throat> she's like, do you mean this bread or this bread? And he's like, don't talk to me like I'm stupid. You're the one that works at Subway. <laughs> and she's like... Okay, my bad. And she kept her cool really well, but already I hear this, and I'm, like, looking over my shoulder because my back's to him. I'm like, who is this? So he goes, and he's, like, putting more lettuce on it, or she's putting lettuce on it, whatever, whatever. And he, she's like, what kind of sauce do you want? And he's like, uh, I want I want this one right here. And he's pointing on the glass, but he's not saying a name. And so she's, wait, like, holding her hand over the different, like, dressings. And he's like, no, 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 not that. And he's like, he's like, how hard is this job to where you can't get this? Do I need to talk slower for you? And he's just, like, going off. Jeez. And everybody in the room is just, like, I, like, looked over my shoulder. I turned around in my chair, and uh, everybody is just, like, who's going to say something? Who's going who's gonna to say something? And uh, um, so, man, like, I just that was one of those moments where I was, like, all right, you know what? And he went to start yelling at her again. She was like, well, you know, I'm sorry. This, And she was being chill the whole time. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he started raising raise his voice again. I turned around. And I went like dad mode. I was like, hey. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. And he, and he like turned and looked at me. And I was like, yo, will you chill out? And he was like, and he, he was like, bro, nobody's talking to you over there. Why don't you just? And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, you're talking to everybody by how loud you're being in here. I was like, yeah. why don't you have some respect and just tell her what you want, pay for your sandwich, and get out. And and he was like, you realize right. he was on the spot. He paid. He paid. He paid. He didn't say a single word. He paid his money, took his sandwich, walked out the door, and I just sat. I like. I was like disgruntled. I like sat down. I was like, I mean, there's a guy. Whatever. I'm eating my food, and the lady that was getting yelled at came out from behind the counter. And she pulled up a chair to our table. And she sat down, and she was like. You don't understand. She's like, that guy comes in here like three or four times a week, and that's how he acts every time, and nobody's ever said a single word to him. She was like, thank you for doing that. I was like, yeah, no problem. She walked off, walked back. She gave me like Free gift cookies. card, like all this kind of stuff, because she was so pumped that somebody finally said something. So you know what's going to happen? And going forward, you're going to get the fresh bread. Yeah, every time that. Rick shows yeah, right. up, forget fresh bread. You need those white macadamia nut cookies. She's, mm. she's getting those she can be too. like, uh, "You want a uh, six inch? Yeah, six inch is fine." No, I thought I think you said a foot long. Uh, yeah, for you, the price for of the a price six of a kid's meal. You yeah. definitely are getting that. So, but and that's not to brag on on me or whatever because it probably took way too long for me to stand up and say something. But after that, it was like the tension in the room broke, and it, it seemed like everybody in the room wanted to just be like, "Yes." Yeah, thank you. Yes, finally yeah. someone. And and I just, you know, I thought to myself, I think I asked my wife when we got in the car, I was like, how, if that guy comes here that often, I was like, how many people had to think 
what I finally just broke down and said and never said anything, you yeah. know? And I think that's the point of it is like, yo, don't wait till it happens five, six, seven, eight, nine times because somebody's always the recipient of that, like, yeah. you know, like every time they're, they're getting bullied or condescended. Or, and that or was kind of my whole point of this segment. And that brings me to the challenge I wanted to issue to all of our listeners. I challenge you to find a way to confidently and subtly push back on people, men, when they're doing wrong, because we all need it, and we all need that reconciliation to recognize in some of those moments. That guy might have needed someone to just say, hey, chill out, because I think we've all been in those moments before where we've just had to step up, but I would... Ask everyone to try and find that place in their mind where they can confidently respond and not be triggered. So that's my challenge to you is to find that subtle ground to where you can respond and not be triggered. Right. Forty-six. Forty-six percent of kids birth to age six that we've screened in the last five years in Wayne County have scored at some risk for developmental delay. Guys, this is Kayla from Help Me Grow. We know that kids fly under the radar when it comes to development, and we want dads to know what they can do to make sure that their kids are on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and take the screening anytime. It's fast, it's easy, it's just a few simple questions that you can fill out about your child. The sooner detection we make, the easier it is for kids to get on track and stay on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and get the screening done today. So it's the first week after the Super Bowl. Yes. Right? Super Bowl was this past weekend. And Bleacher Report, ESPN, ESPN News, nobody's talking about football. Everybody's talking about the NBA and what LeBron is trying to do. Oh, man. (laughs) I mean, it's insane. So they they got LeBron being this puppet master. I didn't know you were going to queue it up like that, man. Dude. Dude, they, they got LeBron being this puppet master trying to move people around, build himself a super team. You know, obviously to combat the Warriors and to try and build his brand and his legacy and all this stuff. You get all these backdoor meetings, all these, you know, backroom meetings and all this stuff. It's so weird to me, What's man. the thought, man? What's the thought on, the, on building these super teams? You know, at first, like, I was a fan of it because I thought more super teams would, like, pop up. Like, when, yeah. when LeBron started it down in, like, Miami, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, like— well, yeah, you a had lot the, of teams. You had the big three Celtics with, yeah. what, Kevin Garnett, yeah, Paul, Kevin Pierce, Garnett and, Paul Pierce, yeah. and uh, what's his name, Ray Allen. Yeah. And you were like, okay, yeah, well, okay. And I think Ray John Rondo was on that squad yeah. for a minute when he oh, yeah. was, like, decent. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, like, I thought more were going to pop up. You know, I think the Spurs still had some good guys back then. Yeah. And I was they like, okay. Ginobili, Parker, and yeah. uh, Duncan. Yeah, Tim Duncan hadn't retired It's always been, yet. like, a big three, though, at yeah. these teams. And so I was like, okay, cool. We'll have, like, yeah. it'll, it'll be a showdown between, like, Six teams every year, seven teams yeah. every year, but at least there'll there'll be some contention for it. Yeah, did not think that the whole super team thing was going to swing that hard to Miami, and then when LeBron left, swing that hard over to Golden State. Yeah, yeah. And now you still, even now, only have two, three like super teams like yeah. that, and they just dominate year after year. So it's. It's two twofold for me. I think like I'm getting a little bit tired of the super team thing yeah. when there's so many stars just scattered in the NBA that get right. no love because they're not on a super team. Right. But then also, 
I don't know how to feel about LeBron doing it yet because LeBron's just trying to rival the one the one team that's monopolizing everything right now. Right. You know, and so right. I don't and know LeBron, whether to be like, yeah, get them, stop Golden State, or right. to be like, come on with the super team. Yeah. You know? See, I see. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it either because in one in one swing of the conversation, I'm like. Man, that's bull. All these super superstars taking pay cuts to go stack the deck so they can win. Right. Like that's bull. Yeah. But then at the same time, I, I like like the Warriors didn't go out and buy all their superstars. You know what I mean? These cats were drafted, these guys were developed, they yeah. saw talent. I mean, Steph Curry was a nobody in college. He went to like a D two well, Davidson. Was that yeah. D two or D one? I don't even I just, know. I don't know. But like they had this great sweet sixteen thing and all that, but I mean, he wasn't he wasn't no, like yeah. whatever and but he's been developed. Clay Thompson drafted, you know, Dream yeah. all these cats coming in to the Warriors, I feel like they did it the right way. Yeah, I feel like those are guys that had they ended up on another squad may not have had the story no, they have. No, Clay Thompson uh, wouldn't be doing chocolate milk uh, ads yeah. if he was on uh, <laughs> the, the Hornets. Well, like, and, you know what uh, I mean? and chocolate milk, as a result, would not have sold me as much chocolate milk as That's they have. That's true. With thank you, Clay. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, so I do, I do, and... The thing is, the Golden State Warriors, like from from coaches all the way down, they're stand up. They're a stand up team. Yeah. So I'm not mad at them for winning the way they win. No. But I just I don't know. Everybody talks about like this is the the new way the league is going, the new way basketball yeah. is going, and I just I just don't know about it. Maybe if I'm maybe I'm old school, but I wish the league was still like you know how it was in the days when like the center was a big deal and yeah. like you know you had Big Ben yamming on people yeah. and Shaq was yeah, all, Shaq you know was like anchor of the team. You're Dwight right. Howard, you know, right. before that got all weird, like Dwight Howard getting all crazy on yeah. people, like. You had these power positions on the team where they were, like, maybe not the best at everything on the court, but they were, like, dominant at their position. So you know what to count on them for. Absolutely. Nowadays, I feel like every player on the on the court is trying to be Steph Curry. Yeah. They're trying to have really good handles, trying to have a really good shot, yeah. and not play a whole lot of defense. No, yeah, it's wild, man. And and I don't know. I, I'm just not a fan of the of the way, I guess, LeBron is going about it, the way that he's – Getting Anthony Davis, yeah, it's and Kyrie. Kind of, well, because then stuff. then it creates so much fallout for their current teams. It does, man. Like, like look New at Orleans, way- New Orleans was put through the ringer a few weeks ago. Yeah. They they get the blown call in the in the AFC Championship game. Yep, right. So they yep. they're Drew Brees doesn't get to go to the Super Bowl, which he should have gotten to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, right? for sure. And so. You got that call, and then the very next week, Anthony Davis is like, I'm not renewing my contract, I want traded, blah, 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 blah. And come to find out, it's just a few weeks after, he signs with LeBron's agent. Yeah. So LeBron's marketing agent or whatever signed Anthony Davis. Now LeBron's using friends to get friends to make it all happen, and it's like, Well, and the weird thing is, if you go back and look, like, there, go back and look at the, some of these games where LeBron plays his, like, friends. Yeah. They'll have like conversation on like the sidelines and stuff, oh, yeah. and LeBron, LeBron's like he's he's, he's pulling it. hard, yeah. He's working like, it. And before it was hard because it's like, yo, come to Cleveland, we yeah. got nothing. We got <laughs> you Kyle Corver. I mean? We're like, yeah, we're like the well, in that it's like we're the armpit of America. Yeah. No offense yeah. to Cleveland, but yeah, but then you tell people come to Showtime real. Lakers, and they're and like, they're like, oh, I can live oh, in L.A., yeah. Hollywood, yeah. all the glam, okay. all the, the big market for that, good weather, like yeah, like I mean, that's a draw. He's from New Orleans, or he's coming from New Orleans, so it's not. Yeah, it's not terrible, but but, but that's a draw to come yeah, to L.A. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Brown Brown's got that in his corner now, and you know people want to get championships, they want to play with the goat. Yeah, I was gonna so, say not only that, it's it's. It's a chance to play with LeBron, you know. Like yeah. they're all friends with him, but you know that it's different. No matter how it goes, if you're playing on the same squad as LeBron, like yeah. your name's going down somewhere in a history oh, book, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You're building your legacy. So 
I don't know, man. I'm, I'm with it, but I'm not with it. The NBA is going to shift up a lot this summer, um, you know, with all the free agencies. But what it does, what it does for me is it, it bums me out for teams like OKC. Yeah, right. Man. Where where Russell, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook? I mean, I'm not yeah. saying Russell Westbrook is like the most stand-up guy in the universe. I know he's putting up some pictures of him being a dad and all that, and I love that. Yeah. Um, but he can be a punk sometimes, especially on the court. I, yeah, but, but like, I kind of like it. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah. like I like the antics. Yeah, I kind of like, like it. But like Russ has stuck it out at OKC. He's been faithful. He's been loyal. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's doing his thing. They're a great team. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're not gonna beat the Warriors. No. Same thing with Houston, man. No. You got you got the beard and you got Chris Paul and all that stuff going down in Houston. Great team, great team. They're not going to beat the Warriors. Great team putting up great numbers, but yeah, yeah you you put them in a in a playoff game with no, with the Warriors. It's, it's game happening. over. Yeah. You got Luca on the on the the Mavericks. Yeah. They're, they're making nineteen a man. Yeah. I I saw that the other day That's after nuts, they man. they beat Boy, the Pistons last year, and I looked him up because his stats were crazy. And yeah. dude is nineteen. I know. But you got guys like that. Yeah. They're not. It don't matter how good he is. He's not going to beat the Warriors. No, yeah. No you way. know what I mean. So you got these super teams that are dominating the league, and it's like. I just don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. No, uh, but I am I am excited for the switch-ups that will be happening in the yeah. offseason. Um, they're, they're saying Kyrie's probably going to leave the, the Celtics. Yeah, that would be probably a good call for him. But, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It, it keeps things exciting when big changes like that happen. Yeah, I agree. But it's like it could be upfront excitement or it could actually last the season. Like it could be like – you know, Kyrie moves, Anthony Davis actually comes to the Lakers, all that, and everybody's, like, pumped, and then it could not pan out, like right. Kyrie going to the Celtics. Yeah. Kyrie went to the Celtics, and for the beginning of the season, everybody was like, yeah, man, and the, it was like, the Celtics no. are about to come back, and, and it was like, fizzle. Yeah. You know, nothing. Yeah. And now he's ready to leave again, and so yeah. it's cool because it generates more attention and, and all that, but, you know, it's just a question of how long it'll last and if it'll actually work, you know, yeah. um, which is, is kind of like, the definition of all sports and all trading, but yeah. um, as far as it goes, man, like the NBA has got it down, dude. Like as far as yeah. the leagues go, MLB, NFL, yeah. you know, all that. Uh, MLS is a factor now, but yeah. man, the NBA. I saw some statistic the other day as far as like their success and viewership and attendance oh, to yeah. games. And all. Dude, basketball is just—it's killing it. They're shooting up there. No, no pun intended, but they're they're. They're making they're, it rain. They're killing it. Yeah, <laughs> they're, make, they're making it rain. Their 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 shooting percentage is yeah. very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I I don't like the antics about it, but I get it. Like you know, yeah. as all the commentators are saying, like it's the league nowadays. You know, yeah. like that's that's kind of the way that they're getting it done. Players are becoming more active in recruiting other players, and yeah. that's going to make things look a little bit more shady because it's not done by yeah. um, teams or ownership or coaching right, general or managers yeah. and all that stuff. It's done by the actual players, yeah. which but, is kind of cool. It makes it kind of like pickup ball, yeah. but it's like... Well, that's that's my thought. It's, it's like, okay, I want to hate, but then all the haters, I just want to ask them, okay, you're playing for a Bobo team yeah. in a Bobo area, yeah. and you get the greatest player, arguably the greatest player of all time, yeah. call, hits you up on a text, slides you in DMs, whatever, calls you, hey... Why don't you come play with me over here in L.A.? Yeah, you're out, dude. Who's going to say no? Yeah, no, you're, you're gone. Gonna, yeah. No, I'm in love with the Pelicans. Yeah. I got to stay I here. I don't know, man. New Orleans got some big things happening. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, how are you going to say no to that? Yeah. And if it were you like, in the same position, how are you going to hate on them 
When if it were you in the same position, you'd do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, anybody you that's know? played pickup basketball just on like a neighborhood level. You know. Like, you want to be on the best player's when team. You, when you get on the team that has all the guys that can't shoot, can't do anything, You're like, whatever, this is not even fun. You're like, dude, I yeah. don't want to play no more. Yeah. Because we're just getting scu- like skunked. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you want to finish the game and be like, all right, reshoot up captains, man. We yeah. need to change teams. Switch up teams. It sucks. But, that, but that's the number one thing that you say when you have a bad squad, you keep yeah. losing. You go, all right, man, come on. We need to pick new teams. Yeah. That's probably how these guys start to feel. Like Absolutely. they're in there, they're trying to get it done. Anthony Davis is putting up big numbers. And these are competitive guys that have yeah. worked their whole life to oh, get yeah, to where they are. Yeah. They, they don't want to lose. And they, they get there, and it's not like money makes that that passion or drive for the sport go away. No. And so they're there getting paid, yeah, a crazy amount of money for it. But that passion and drive to play the sport is still there. Yeah. And and it, you know, for them this is their this is their Job. This is their career. Is their life, to be this is their legacy. Well, yeah. This is everything. You don't want to. You don't want to play for a team that is just destined to lose yeah. every year just to collect a check. You, yeah. you know, you want to do something great with it. So, are, I are get you talking that. about NBA or did you shift over to start talking about the Detroit Lions? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, however it fits. Brutal, man. Yeah, brutal. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Brutal. Detroit sports is a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother conversation. Whole nother, whole nother crazy issue. But <laughs> we're, I mean, I saw. Speaking of NBA, I saw a stat the other day for all the Detroit fans. We we are Pistons fans. Yes. We we like the yes, Pistons. We, we went out on season tickets. We you know we go to the games. We've yeah. each been to at least ten games this oh, season, yeah. and uh, uh, we're Pistons fans. So I say this as a fan. But man, I saw a, a stat on game attendance the other day. And in the entire league, every basketball team considered, we have the dead last attendance to games. Really? In the entire league. Wow. The, the That's worst crazy, team attendance I'm sure in the league I'm sure we're a major market Pistons. for the NBA. Absolutely. You would think? Yeah, everybody's saying it's like ownership. Everybody's like, you know, blaming our owner and all that. And that you know, he's no, kinda, you know who they need to blame is SVG, Stan Van Gundy. Thanks, That's who Stan. they need to blame. Thanks, Stan. He's, he's the guilty he's car culprit. Salesman. He's the guilty culprit. You know who is number one, though? Who? Is uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Well, yeah, because Luca. Luca. Luca's. But you would think everybody goes, "Oh, Golden State or, or you know, L.A." Because LeBron. No, went, nah, Dallas Mavericks, no, man, number one attendance in the yeah. In the Warriors entire been winning for too long, man. People get it. Yeah. Like, All right, I've so. seen it. Well, dude, <laughs> Dirk. Uh, Dirk had a highlight last week where uh, uh, he put up a season high fourteen points. That's Dirk wild. put up a season high like Dirk. With a high of fourteen is is crazy. Dirk Nowitzki gets fourteen yeah. in the first quarter most of his career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if not more. And like he's 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 crazy. But he got yeah. a season high of fourteen coming off the bench. Well, that's and the thing. He I got didn't a standing know, ovation for fourteen I, points. I didn't even know Dirk was playing anymore. Oh yeah. And then these Luca highlights started jumping off, and I was like, He subs is that, in. Is yeah. that Dirk? Is that Dirk in the oh, background? Yeah. Is that Dirk on the bench? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. He's, I don't know, man. <laughs> Dallas fans. Stuff, Dallas fans are having a ball. Yeah. So we'll good we'll for see, them. But well, listen. So listeners, weigh in, man. Throw hit us on social media. What do you yeah, think we'll about throw, these super we'll teams? We'll throw a pull up on the Instagram, Twitter. Uh, yeah. Facebook, what, what do you think that? about these super teams? What do you think about Brom Brom manipulating the system, doing his thing? I want. I want to change the this. game. Who is the number one team that you guys are excited to see? Yeah. Uh, pop off in the in the new season. Who yeah. are you looking to to be the most improved or the the most watchable or the most exciting team in the league? Yeah. I I want to know. Yeah, that. Yeah. For next season, because this season's yeah. pretty much a wrap. Warriors got it. Yeah. I. Yeah. Nobody's. Nobody's. We'll see. But weigh in. Go to our, our social media. Weigh in on it. We want to know what your guys' predictions are for the, the new uh, 2019-2020 NBA season.
the weather has been outrageous, man. We had a we had a swing over this past weekend of literally forty degrees in a day. Forty <laughs> degrees in a day, man. Crazy. It was it was negative one one day, and then the next day forty two degrees. Yeah. And so, uh, man, listen, with weather unpredictable like that, we thought, you know what? It's time to show some love. Persons of the week, persons, people of the week. We're giving it to our outdoor, hard-working dads, the fellas. <laughs> fellas that are out there in that crazy wind, cold. Crazy wind, crazy cold. Man, listen, we're Got talking. Got bibs on. Yes. Doing the, your thing, long beanies, johns, layered gloves, up, the face boots. masks. <laughs> we're talking dads that are out there, mailmen, garbage yeah. men, plumbers. Electricians, HVAC, yes. the working man. You guys. You guys are heroes this Shout week. out to you. I run out to my heroes. car 15 minutes early to start it and turn the seat warmers on while you guys are crawling in crawl spaces. Yep. Negative five degrees. Working on down power lines, the DTE yes. people, the consumer energy people, all you guys out there in the cold so that we can be warm. Man. Thank you, guys. You guys are our you. people of the week. We salute you. With dads like that who need superheroes. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> you. Yep, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there's no other yep, answer. Yep, there's you're that right. one. <laughs> Thank you guys for that. Thank you guys for your hard work. Um, Michiganders, all over the Midwest, man. Yeah, Minnesota, you guys got to have a ton of them. It's, been, it's been crazy cold out there, but we appreciate you guys, and we're sure your your families do too. You guys yes. are our people of the week, our, our cold weather working fellas. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> So to end each podcast uh, this season, we've done a mic drop segment where we kind of walk through and just kind of our mic drop thought, mic drop moment for uh, the episode. And so mm-hmm. for me today, I think the mic drop moment comes from our, our Gillette segment, yeah. you know, uh, where we're talking about uh, being, what, the best a man can get. That's yep. the Gillette. The best a man uh, can get. Uh, tagline or whatever. I, I think that's huge, man. I, I would say that that we need, to, we need to hold each other accountable, that we need to step in and help each other out because we're in this together. You know, um, when you see someone acting a fool, step up. You see someone at Subway degrading the worker, step in. Step in, yeah. And step in. Yeah. Um, that would be my mic drop moment. Just, just be the best man that you can possibly be at all times and help other guys to see that too. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't take a pass on it just because nobody is holding you there or yeah. is there pushing you to speak up. Like, yeah. push yourself to speak up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say my mic drop moment um, would be just – over, I feel like I say this a lot, but I feel like it's a big part of how I parent is, um, you know, like just sitting here talking about sports, like we're talking about sports and, and we love it. You know what I mean? Like don't don't lose sight of the fact that things that seem simple and run of the mill to you can be great talking points, great uh, experience points and great ways to get your kids involved and things that you love and things that they could they could eventually love, you know, Um some of my favorite things that, that I do are things that my dad shared with me from a young age. And, uh, I really like, one of my favorite things to do is like, you know, when I get stressed and, and different things like that, I like to draw, I like to just get creative or whatever. And I can remember from my earliest ages, my earliest times, uh, my dad would do the same thing. And my dad is a blue collar worker, tow truck driver, construction worker kind of guy. And he would do the same thing. I'd see him whip out a pencil and paper and he had notebooks at home that he would draw in. And 
I would have never grabbed grabbed onto that or gravitated to that um, unless I saw my dad do it. And so whether it's sports, whether it's being creative, whether it's music, uh, whether it's being crafty, building things, taking things apart, whatever it is, don't lose sight of the fact that you can take things that mean a lot to you and get your kids involved in them, and, and it could grow into something that they really love and they use too. Yeah. Uh, and so I would say just take, take advantage of – those things, little things that are everyday things for you, get your kids involved in them, uh, and then you're you're killing two birds with one one stone, so to speak. You're spending time with your kids, and you get to do what you love. So um, I would say, yeah, take advantage of those little little times. Nice guys, my mic drop moment of the uh, episode is more of a quote to go along with the "Is this the best a man can get?" Where we talked about the Gillette commercial. And it's simply this quote, treat a person as he is and he will remain as he is. Treat a person as if where he could be and should be and he will become what he could be and should be. And it simply means this, demand more of where you want people to be and have greater expectations of them and they will behave that way. But if we don't, then we can't expect anything better. So... Think about it, marinate on it, and with that, uh, that'll bring it into the episode. We'll check you out next time. Peace.